listeners, Leela here, and welcome back to Books Are Us. This is episode number five, and since we talked to you last time, we have exciting news. Our podcast, Books Are Us, is now available to all of you on iTunes. We are so excited. This is getting, well, it's getting late in the summer, but we are excited to share one more podcast with all of you before school starts. Hi listeners, Gretchen here. Sadly, summer is wrapping up, and soon it will be back to school time. It feels like just yesterday we had our first day of vacation. However, I have been making the best of this summer, and I'm having fun running and listening to music, among other activities. Also, a couple of weeks ago, I went to sports camp for an entire week. I got to enjoy views of the river while walking to breakfast each morning. Gotta love those Iowa views, right, Leela? Yep. Also, shortly before Gretchen left for sports camp, I got braces. So for the next two years, no more corn on the cob or hard candy for me. Since we are talking about soaking up the last few days of summer, my family and I will be leaving for a week-long vacation to Minnesota. It's an annual trip that started on my mom's side of the family over 50 years ago. We'll be going tubing, fishing, water skiing, hanging out with family, and etc. for a week. I look forward to this trip every year because it's, it's really a treat being able to spend time with my family nonstop for a week. If you are going on a summer trip or just relaxing at the pool, we want this episode of Books Are Us to motivate you to read 14 Hollow Road by Jen Bishop. Our guest today, Katie, is a fellow student. Katie's claim to fame is the fact that she is co-creator of a special summer online reading promotion called Book on the Go. If you want to pick up some great books, we all encourage you to check out the link to her site which is www.bookonthego.weebly.com. Welcome, Katie. Hi, everyone. Like Gretchen said, I'm one of the two creators of Books on the Go. Thank you so much for for the opportunity to be the guest on this episode of Books Are Us. I would like to explain my program before we start. Book on the Go promotes a love of reading among my peers and community. Similar to the purpose of this podcast, my program gives students in grades 4 to 7 current and outstanding titles to read. Thanks, Katie. With so much going on in the summer, I sometimes feel disconnected from my reading buddies who help give me ideas. I can totally relate. When we moved to Iowa from St. Louis, I didn't know where the local library was, and when I did, it wasn't close enough to walk. I also really missed having my teachers rec recommend books that they knew I would like. It was like being in the black hole of reading. Katie, this is why we love your project. It has given us so many new and delightful ideas for books to read this summer. Thank you. So go to my website and read at least two of the books on the list. Then, starting August 23rd, please vote for your favorite title. Katie, why is it important that the people who take part in your project also vote? We would love it if you guys would vote because you'll be connecting with kids around the world who love to read. And your voices matter. We are also hoping to have a Twitter conversation with the winning author in the fall. Now, Katie, isn't one of the featured books on the website by Jen Bishop? Yes. The Distance to Home by Jen Bishop is one of the featured books and is one of my favorites on the list. So now it's time to move into our conversation about the featured title today, Jen Bishop's latest book, 14 Hollow Road. This book begins the night of the sixth grade dance. As Maddie is getting ready at her house, she thinks about how perfect the night will be. Maddie is hoping her crush, Avery, will ask her to the dance, and her dress, hair, and shoes are outstanding. It's going to be a magical night. That is, until she arrives at school and Avery asks another girl to dance. 
Suddenly, the power goes off and everything is enveloped in darkness. The perfect night becomes a real live nightmare when Maddie discovers that a tornado has destroyed her home and neighborhood in her small Massachusetts community during the blackout. With nowhere to go, Maddie's family accepts a generous offer and moves in with a local family for the summer. Maybe it will all work out in the end, but then she finds out that Avery's family is moving into the exact same house. Now, Maddie has to worry about her family, new house, and her new housemate. We encourage you to order the book on Amazon or simply check it out at your local library, 14 Hollow Road by Jem Bishop. Follow Maddie on her incredible journey of friendship and bravery. Now, getting on to our questions. As we have always started in the past, we asked the guest on the podcast to rate the book, one being the worst and five being the best. So, Gretchen and Katie, on a scale from one to five, what would you rate 14 Hollow Road? Well, it would be a four and a half for me. The beginning was completely relatable. I understood Maddie's emotions entirely. The tornado seemed a little bit crazy, but then I realized that it worked for the book's situation. The friendship problems that Maddie faced throughout most of the book were realistic, but at the same time, it got very dramatic for me towards the middle. With so many struggles coming at her from so many different angles, it was really hard to process. However, that sense of confusion and overall disorientation among her peers was true to what Maddie was feeling. I think for me, it would also be a 4.5. Um, I really loved how at the beginning, it got right into the action. I've had a hard time being motivated to read books with slow starts, so that was a big, that was a big win for me. Like Gretchen said, it got a little crazy and hard to process at times, but it really helped that there were little parts that would slow down and explain what just happened a lot more in depth. However, when a tornado had just gone over your house and your whole life has just fallen apart, it would be really hard to not go crazy. I would also like to add that when I got the book, I literally did not put it down until I was done with it that night. Yeah, I stayed up late. I stayed up late reading it too. I just kept telling myself one more chapter, just one more chapter, and that ended up being well, all 32 chapters for me. When Maddie found out their ha- that Hank, her very loved dog, was missing after the tornado, I could almost feel her pain because of how much detail and description went into the making of this book. I can't imagine losing my dog in a tornado. I would be heartbroken. For me, I feel that the book is a definite five. It is so well written and in-depth. In Iowa, we do, we do have communities that are torn apart by tornadoes. This book could really happen in Iowa. Iowa's State Book Award is called the Iowa Children's Choice Awards. I believe that 14 Hollow Road should be considered for a future ICCA list because of its quality, storyline, and detail. Is there anything that you can really take away from 14 Hollow Road and incorporate in your life, such as Maddie's inner strength and perseverance? I would say just knowing that my struggles, as hard as they may seem, it would be Maddie's struggles are a lot harder than hopefully what I'll ever face. Um, Suddenly, having your house getting knocked over by a tornado makes your whole life a lot more complicated. Also, sticking by the friends you have, but being open to let new people in. Um, Not changing who you are for others just so they'll like you, and just believing that by being yourself, things will get better. I also love how when things didn't go Maddie's way, she didn't complain. But what she did, but she did what she had to with the little the tornado left for her.
I also love how she made sacrifices to help the family during this hard time, like sharing a room with her little brother. And I definitely know that I would not be able to do that without complaining every second. What lesson or theme can you take away from this book? I can't narrow it down to one. There was so many things that I learned, social lessons, coping with tragedy, and there was just so many lessons I learned. I honestly cannot narrow it down to one. Well, if I had to pick one theme, I would just say that things won't always go your way, but you can't give up. After the tornado, things just kept going downhill from there for Maddie. Maddie learned the things that the things that she thought were important weren't really important. Um, there were some moments when her family were looking through things after the tornado that they could keep from their house, and she found this photo album of the family. I felt like when they were looking for that photo album, that physical object, they were also looking for the memories that it held. And this was really shown on page 65 when it said, there were some things you can't replace, Cammy. I look past them to mom. She understands. It's why she wants these photo albums. She doesn't want to lose the memories. Mom doesn't have a brother or sister, so she's the only keeper of her family's memories. Although she always didn't do the right thing at first, Maddie always figured out how to cope with everything in the end. After reading 14 Hollow Road, are there any other books that come to mind that have similar qualities and characteristics? Well, honestly, I think of Jen Bishop's first book, The Distance to Home. Both of the main characters must cope with losing family members, and in a way, they have to figure out how to restart life. Also, both of them feel guilty about part of what happened to their family. Maddie feels very responsible for her dog, Hank, disappearing, and really struggles internally with this loss. I thought of Sticks and Stones by Abby Cooper. Elise, who's the main character, had to find who she was while coping with other struggles, and I really thought that that connected to Maddie and how she had to find um, a way through her friendship struggles while also coping with the tornado. Will you recommend this book to others? Also, what ages would this book fall under and why? I would have no hesitation recommending this book to others because it connects to the reader so much. However, I would definitely say that this is a 6th, 7th, and 8th grade book. When reading about the devastating accident that took Maddie's home, what emotions did you feel? Well, as jumpy and nervous as I get when severe storms come, I can't imagine being Maddie. I don't know if she'd ever experienced a tornado warning before or not. I was devastated. It reminds me of living in Iowa. On the first day of fifth grade, the tornado sirens went off. Nothing like starting the school year off with a bang. It was the last thing that anyone expected. I immediately felt bad for Maddie. All the attention to detail and description made me feel like I was right there in the scene. Maddie also has to deal with friendship issues. How does this help the storyline? Well, the timing definitely wasn't helpful. She really needed a friend in her life to help her cope with the tornado and what had happened as a result. She had all these emotions, angry, frustrated, desperate for a friend, and sad, and it just created this tornado of emotions. I think it's really hard to explain how Maddie must have felt when this was happening. For me, it would have made the whole thing twice as hard. Having her whole life destroyed and then having no one to talk about to take your mind off of what was happening would have been so hard. I can agree. She definitely had to deal with the physical issues, but also with the mental issues. 
I think we can all agree that Jen Bishop wo wove the plotline and character's development seamlessly, but is there anything you would change or would you leave everything the same and why? Well, this book was from the, from the heart and really helped me crawl into Maddie's head, but it would be really interesting to see Avery's point of view on the events that were happening in his life at this time. It would be cool to switch between point of views and see how everything impacts different people in different ways. I think that a book that would go with what you wish would the book would have been would be Jake and Lily by Jerry Spinelli. It switches between Jake and Lily's POVs so you can always see their side of the story and not it's just one person and the events that they go through. I personally would have liked to see the point of view of Kirsten, who is Maddie's best friend. She played a large role in the, is the struggles that she faced friendship-wise. Even though Kirsten might not have had her house hit by a tornado, she was still in the midst of turmoil. I would have to disagree with that because personally, I feel that she is not that important or big of a character, but we're almost out of time. So we can't debate that right now. This is a must read for our listeners out there. We love it so much. We think both teachers, students, and librarians should have this book on their shelves. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in to another episode of Books Are Us. It has been our extreme pleasure to be able to work with so many students and to connect with people all over America. I would like to take this time to thank Jen Bishop, Pseudonominus Bosch, Ellie Schwartz, and Amy Pollensky for writing pieces of literature that have touched our hearts. We want to thank our teachers and librarians for caring about books and students, as well as really all of you listeners as well. You have helped us to inspire others to read and pick up new books. While we are headed to seventh grade, we look forward to turning into new episodes of Books Are Us with new voices of, in the podcast. Who knows? We might be back as special guests. Thank you so much again. This is Leela and Gretchen signing off. Until next time, keep reading. Keep reading.